So I was looking at photos of Aretha Franklin last night and an automatic thought that popped into my head was how pretty she was. But that thought only popped in when I looked at pictures of Aretha when she was younger. That thought did not come to mind when I looked at pictures of her as an older woman. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) something popped into my head. I thought, well, whose thought was this? Was this my original thought that older people are somehow not as valuable or attractive or beautiful as young people? Did I come into the world ever thinking that? And of course, the obvious answer is no, I didn't. This example is clearly the result of years of marketing that I've been exposed to about youth and beauty and tying those two together. This is just another way to to point to cultural conditioning and how it influences us so much in our day-to-day lives. And then... Also this week, uh, a dear client of mine is struggling with a health issue, and it's been recommended that he have a blood transfusion in order to save his life. In fact, some hospitals won't even perform the services that he needs without um, keeping the blood transfusion as an option. But due to his religious beliefs, he, he's, he's really conflicted about what to do, and he's living in fear because in his religion, it's not allowed to receive a blood transfusion, even if it can save his life. You see, belief is the primary building block of our personal operating systems, our way of experiencing everything. In many cases... You know, our beliefs don't feel freely chosen, but rather inherited based on where and when we were born. And that's like the example with with Aretha Franklin. So in many ways, our beliefs, you know, feel hardwired into us. How, How many times do you hear someone say, well, this is just the way I am. Get used to it. But, you know, if if the building blocks of belief are actually just opinions and ideas, which when we get real with ourselves, that's what beliefs are. They're not facts. They're not objective. They're, they're not. So is there then hope for changing the undesirable outcomes that we find ourselves and our loved ones up against? Just like an outdated computer, you know, it, 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 sometimes I, I kind of think that we're, we're running basically on Windows 2 right now as a human race versus Windows 10. You know, we're really, really stuck on previous ways of being and doing in the world. And that's obvious by the amount of pain inflicted and the amount of war and suffering and hunger and, and, and mental distress. But it, maybe it really isn't all doom and gloom. Maybe it isn't just the way it is. Maybe we've actually created this as a race. And if that's the case... Isn't it possible then that we could upgrade our own operating systems one by one so we begin to experience greater ease, better health, more happiness, or or even increase our productivity day to day? Let's dive into deeper details in today's episode. Why do people hurt each other 
in the name of religion? Why did Bob Marley not take the doctor's recommendation and amputate his toe? Why do so many people that appear to have everything on the outside, all the worldly successes that they could ever acquire in their lives? You're listening to what we should have learned in school, and I'm your host, Amy Leo. And I feel really inspired to talk about What's behind those three scenarios I just depicted? Because from the outside, it may seem like the actions don't make any logical sense. But for the person who's engaging in those actions, whether someone is fighting a holy war or Bob Marley's decision to not amputate his toe, even though there was a cancer growth there, or especially this one, it it just shocks us when someone that we know, especially that we had no idea that they struggled so much internally ends their own life suddenly or when our favorite idol such as Robin Williams or Avicii or Kurt Cobain or (sighs) the list the list could go on and on we we find ourselves shocked and trying to make sense of what just happened. How could this have happened? How could all of these things happen? And I really want to point you to the notion of belief. That belief is is so much more than just fancy self-help lingo. Our beliefs are our framework for the world. It's, it's where we reside. It's our comfort zone. It's how we make sense of everything. So even someone that maybe engages with disempowering beliefs, unhelpful beliefs, or potentially harmful beliefs, Even for those folks, this is a a guiding beam of some sort. Our beliefs are what inform our behavior. And so I invite you today to instead of passing judgment on people who act in ways you can't even conceive of or you don't understand or 
instead of giving in to those initial reactions of anger or righteousness, to take a step back today and really contemplate what I'm talking about when it comes to belief. And is it possible that some of the beliefs that you have that that you believe keep you safe because they're they're comfortable and they're repetitive and they're known, they're known territory. Is there potential for those to wash away? Not by forcing them out, not by willpower, but by sitting in this space of asking questions from a neutral space. From stepping back from your own life's movie to analyze where the director and screenplay is taking the actors in question. Beliefs play a role of both kind of a director and the screenplay. They direct our actions. And so that does write the story of our lives. Is there a way for you today to encourage more understanding first within yourself and more kindness within yourself? And what kind of effect could that potentially have on the people around you, the people you know or don't know? That's all I have for today. I just wanted to highlight the the living nature of our belief systems. Beliefs meaning the things that we take to be true about how the world is or beliefs could be defined as the set of rules we have for ourselves on how we behave. They're familiar. Most of all, our beliefs are familiar. But don't mistake that for the only authentic way for you to be in the world. Don't mistake them for truth. Is there potential for growth here? Is there potential for greater peace? Is there the potential for different outcomes? within your own life by just investigating the nature of belief and how that affects the human animal. I'm not asking you to dig into why you have beliefs or to label certain beliefs and identify them. Just as a general inquiry into what do people really mean when they're talking about belief? 
I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Again, my name is Amy Leo. You can learn more about me at amyleo.com.